0: Hello everyone! Welcome back to your favorite music podcast called Soundrise, hosted by Alex—that's me—and I'm here with my friend Vlada. Vlada, you doing Hello, well. Hello everyone! You're doing well, mate.
1: Doing great. Ready to tackle today's band?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, dear listeners, today. Uh we're doing an interesting act that we've mentioned before actually. Uh this act was included in our uh, Patreon poll um where we were slide the family stone one but since it was a tough decision uh we kind of wanted to uh cover this band uh you know regardless because we were so interested in uh exploring the, their sound. Um and that band is called In Excess, right Lada?
1: Yes, and I have to say um it was my girlfriend's mom's proposal so that's pretty much the main reason why we're doing this because you don't want to be at odds with your future mother-in-law, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure, that's that's one of the reasons of course. Me personally, when I saw uh the labels, the tags for this band uh, stating that it it was a new wave post punk band uh I wanted immediately to uh, to cover them and and see what they were all about so in excess this is a band that during their existence uh, they are not active anymore uh, they were active from 1977 to 2012 during their the existence they tried to combine and make a proper fusion of new wave slash post-punk with some poppy and danceable so- sounds and um, they were originally founded as the Far East brothers or Faris brothers not sure if if the pronunciation is right but uh, interestingly enough again we're doing a band where you have family members um, as members of the band actually so we have Andrew, John and Tim Forrest uh, who were who were uh, members of this band? Um, they were Andrew was a keyboardist, um, John was a drum was a drummer, and Tim was the guitarist. Um, this band initially, as their lead singer, had Michael Hutchins, uh which unfortunately died in 1997. So post 1997, they would initially they would firstly uh, have some Uh, let's say borrowed singers, but later on they would find their permanent uh, solutions. This band has won numerous awards uh, issued by the Australian Recording Industry Association uh, also called ARIA. And they were also inducted into uh, the the ARIA Hall of Fame in 2001. This band features uh, plenty of very uh, Well-known and recognizable songs, which you can hear on the radio even today, and uh, some of the records that we're going to talk about today feature these these uh, super super popular songs. So that's a brief uh, description of of this band. And now uh, Vlada, let's um, let's list the records that we're going to talk talk about today. So the first one is called "Underneath the Colors." which is their second release. So we're basically talking about their beginnings. Um, Underneath the Colors was released in 1981. And later on, we're going to talk about Listen uh, Like Thieves, as well as Kick. So three records for today, and we are now going to kick off with Underneath the Colors. So, Vlada, hit me with your thoughts about this album.
1: Okay. So uh, when I was thinking about choosing the records, to talk about, I thought it would be wise to take one of their early records because it seems like this band went through a very dramatic transformation over the years. And these early records may come as a surprise to a lot of listeners who only know them by their radio hits. Uh, So these early records, you uh, you can say that they're very A new wave, very much in line with what was going on at the time, kind of post-punk new wave uh, with a lot of uh, psychedelic synth sounds. Um, So quite different from what the band went on to do later on. The sound is dreamier. uh, The sound is quirkier. There are a lot of very angular beats and bass lines uh, and uh, very important to notice there's also a lot of catchy pop hooks that you hear in the songs so it's a very interesting combination albeit not the most original one so you can probably find many others uh, many other bands who sounded similar at the time but uh, i have to say though that as a new wave band in excess were pretty good and this is a very competent uh, very competent record very well played the songs are highly enjoyable uh i have to point out several tracks here uh just a moment so for example uh uh, the opening track uh, the opening track stay young is right on the money you know great beginning also big go go is a kind of track that drew my attention because it's it's very immediate very catchy with its chorus it may not be the best track on the record though but it's quite good in that sense and then the the record closes with a very nice ballad just to learn again uh with some beautiful keyboard sounds in the background still with all the good things going on this is not what you would say an exceptional record, but a very, very good new wave record. So if you're a fan of that kind of sound, you know, um, new wave, post punk, uh, you may want to check this record out and, and their first album, the first self titled album as well. So that's, that's my thought. The band was still, you know, discovering their sound, still building their sound at this point. Nevertheless, they they came up with a a very strong record albeit not something that you would deem exceptional for what was coming out at the times
0: yes Vladimir. um as a fan of new wave and post-punk stuff to be fair i'm not really impressed with this record uh, I have to agree though uh, with the first track, uh, with the first track and a couple of others. Uh, there is, you know, there are tracks were really catchy and groovy and you know, uh, the vocals especially remind you of some post- post-punk acts. But uh, this is to me not a true post-punk, at least not the post-punk that I'm used to. And the thing that lacks here, is uh the dark element which you often see with post punk bands you know this is something that aims to become um poppy and mainstream and that's what i didn't really like here um not saying that it's a bad record but not i, I wouldn't really uh, rate it that you know i wouldn't give it a high rating to be fair um what I would also—I'm I'm
1: pretty much with you on that. I—I I don't think this record is deserving of a high rating, but it's still a good record.
0: Yes, uh, it is. It is kind of good, and uh, I—I'm just not sure if they. I think that they were kind of experiment experimenting with this album, *Underneath the Colors*, uh, because uh, the true pop sound they would they would develop it later on. You know, in in the in the later records. Uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. So this one, this one's, uh, this one was kind of okay. Uh, my kind of standout tracks are definitely "Stay Young" and also the title track underneath the colors. Uh, really nice, um, really nice vibe there. So yeah, no, no huge impression, impressions, uh, Vlada. To be fair,
1: uh, I I found it enjoyable. I found it very different from what this band is ordinarily known for um i think the band shows some strengths from the get go particularly the vocals even though all of this is i feel taken to another level re- later on
0: yes and when i initially saw that they were about you know they they were something like um uh, danceable post-punk band the first band that came that came to to my mind was Talking Heads. I thought that I was you know about to hear some Talking Heads uh, influences or, or something, but I think it's quite different. So, so...
1: yeah, yeah, this is uh, nothing like the Talking Heads. I would say this is more. I don't know it has a lot of pop elements and it has these dreamy keyboards in the background and uh, a very nice pulsating bass but it i don't know i'm not sure if which band i would compare it to but it says it sounds what you would expect a record from that period to sound like you know there's nothing that screams about this band it's just like oh yeah these guys sound great that's the impression you get and that's about it
0: exactly yes Uh, okay so let's conclude it with um, with our ratings and favorite tracks so my rating for this album is 6.5
1: i will be a bit more generous and i'll give it seven just because i really enjoy the songs overall unexpectedly enjoy them i didn't really think i would enjoy them so much so i i would give it seven
0: okay and once again our favorite tracks um i will pick underneath the colors the title track what about you vlada
1: um big go go i think just because that song caught my attention straight away um but uh, it's hard to tell. I mean, the, ba- uh, the the songs are kind of even on this record. It's it's hard to to choose standouts.
0: Yes, exactly, Vlada. Um, <laughs> sorry, my cat is harassing me. <laughs> okay, so we've got this wrapped uh, wrapped up. So let's move on to the next record um, called "Listen Like Thieves," and this is this is a record where they Um, reach their peak. So this is one of their peak records, their famous record so to say. And to me uh, this record actually felt like the real deal. Um, This was much more enjoyable, uh, much more uh, established sounds and I even think that that the production was even better on this record. The the overall quality of, of this of this record is is uh, a significant upgrade compared to the previous one and you know that shouldn't surprise us given that they've released a lot of uh records so it's like it's like uh, it's not like this was the follow-up uh actually there were some there there were some um records in between okay so um yeah overall um an improvement blada what about you
1: Um, well, to be fair, I, I for some reason I didn't quite enjoy this record so much. Um, I think it's a good record, nevertheless, but I, I have to agree with you on some points. This is where the band really established their well known sound, the instantly recognizable sound of In Excess. And this is something that a lot of people tend to overlook when it comes to this band. I mean, it's extremely difficult to create such instantly recognizable sound the way these guys did. And uh, I guess this record is the one where they truly came into their own sound-wise. Also vocals, uh, Michael Hutchins, such an impressive vocalist, such amazing voice, so much charisma. Yeah, the um, energy is definitely visible. The energy, the, the this sort of androgynous rock star vibe in his voice that's all there very exciting to listen to from that point but i feel like i I need to listen to this record a bit more because it didn't really instantly grow on me um uh still the songs are all all right i mean nothing nothing bad here as far as i can remember um uh, I'm not sure which songs I would single out, though. Maybe, uh, maybe. I let think me we've think. all
0: heard this, time. this I time. I think it's super, it's super, super, popular. super popular.
1: This time, yeah, but also some of these songs, uh, like uh, uh, listen, like "Thieves," for example. Uh, but I, I honestly, uh, this record. I don't know, for some reason, it didn't sit well with me, even though I recognize the progress that the band made with this record, even though, gotta say, I think I would want to delve more into their catalog and explore the way they got there from these early records, from these early New Wave records to this sort of very uh, funky, crunchy sound that they have here which is the sound that is most often associated with this band for better or worse, depending on whether you like it or not.
0: Yes, you're totally right. Uh, Especially because this band, as I said, has released a lot of records. So dear listeners, even though we are covering only three records, uh, bear in mind that this band probably has you know a lot of a lot to offer so it's not really easy to get the whole impression of a band when when you have so many so many albums at your disposal so between the previous record that we talk about and this one uh they released two albums so we kind of uh, jumped you know from possibly one era to another maybe not an era but you know a, a period where a period of, the, of their creativity to put it that way so it's not always easy to to uh kind of um have it all you know uh, in, in one place so blada what is your standout track here and your rating um,
1: okay so for this record i would also give it seven i think um because it's it's a good competent record. Again, the band kind of came into their own, even though I have to say I kind of enjoyed the earlier stuff more. For some reason, maybe I I gravitate more towards that sound. But the exceptional thing about this record is that they truly define their own sound. And Michael Hutchins, as a singer, uh, gained gained a new level of confidence. As far as songs are concerned, I think uh, uh, listen like thieves might be my favorite
0: Right, Plata. okay, so my rating is slightly better uh, Than the previous one. I'll give it a 7.5 A 7.5 and uh, my standard track Not really easy <laughs> to uh, To choose but I'll I'll go with the title with the the opening track what you need Okay, so we've got the Underneath the Colors Sorted from 1981, Listen Like Thieves from 1985, and now we're doing uh, the follow-up from 1987, which is called Kick. So Vlada, give me your thoughts.
1: So Kick, uh, okay, so this is the big one. This is the one record where you have a slew of hits where like even if you've never ever listened to in excess actively pursue their records or cds or anything you must have heard at least half of this album already on the radio right so it's a really and now people usually don't like such records because they might be too commercial usually bands get accused of selling out and i'm sure that this same thing happened to in excess at the time, especially if you were to talk to their older fans, I would assume. But I feel that this record is an absolute uh, breakthrough for the band. The formula is very refined here. These crunchy guitar riffs, uh, this kind of rock star-in-your-face attitude that prevails... Uh, that permeates the record. The the vocals are amazing. You know, like if you look at, um, if you listen to "Need You Tonight," which is like probably the most well known song the band has released. Probably, I think there are a couple of others that are quite as big, but it's think up this there, one. For sure, for yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, this one is the one that everybody knows. Just that confidence in his voice, that sex appeal, that. Uh, there, there is just something about it, you know. Like at times, he reminds you of uh, other great rock stars and frontmen, like uh, Jim Morrison or Jagger. Not vocally so much, but w- in terms of attitude, you know, in terms of uh, commanding, ter- in terms of his commanding presence that that you can sense listening to to these songs. So I think that. This is a a great record as far as uh, catchy uh, mainstream records are concerned. And uh, one more thing that I would like to point out is that, you know, there was this typical sound associated with the 80s you know this kind of keyboard driven synth sound absolutely uh, at that time but but this record kind of deviates from that formula like you do associate this with the period as well just because the band was so popular and their sound was so distinctive but if you compare it to other popular stuff at the time this sounds quite different you know with these like very funky crunchy sounds, uh, pulsating bass lines, uh, uh, very groovy. The entire record is very groovy. Great songs, great hooks. Um, I don't know, I already mentioned Need You Tonight. I also really liked Wildlife, which is probably a song that is not talked about much because of its very nice bluesy groove. Um, Never Tear Us Apart, great song too. Uh, new sensation, of course, lots of lots of great uh, hook-filled songs. Uh, Alexander, what do you think?
0: Okay, Vlada. For some reason, this this album was kind of a step back for me. I didn't quite like it. Um, pro- possibly because it features a lot of mainstream hits. So. Uh, probably that was the reason why I found it a bit repulsive you know and um, what I have to praise is the bass here the bass work was fantastic and the production was great so the instrumentation is flawless I would say as well as uh, the singing uh, this is you know this is their peak this is the absolute probably the absolute highlight of their, of the, of their uh, career but for some reason all of the songs just sound too commercial to me and uh, that isn't necessarily a bad thing
1: but but look i mean it's easy to criticize the band for being popular but let's look at these songs objectively i mean first of all they don't sound like anyone else that's a major plus do you know any other band that sounds like them from that period
0: well to i be, don't. Fair, to fair, be fair to be they, fair they they sound typical of the eighties, I would No, say they this,
1: don't this. that me, you only think me, they... they sound. No, no, no. You think they sound typical because their sound basically marked this period. This is what you often hear. You know, when you listen to some eighties compilation or something, these songs will come up, so you associate them with the eighties, but this is not exactly, I don't know, human league or something. It has its own sound.
0: I have to disagree with you on that.
1: Um, I I'm just know. I'm I'm just saying. When you hear in excess, you know it's them, right away, like from the get go. Okay, you, you may can, not like the sound, but you can't deny that fact.
0: You can praise the the authentic element, but I just didn't like it c- compared to the previous two. So it was kind of going backwards. Uh, a lot of songs that I have already heard um uh, I don't know on the radio on the, on TV wherever it uh, doesn't matter so I have to praise the, instru- the instrumentation and the production quality and and the singing you know overall it, it's good I mean you can you can see the quality but uh, the overall impression is not that fantastic so to say
1: vlada <laughs> Look I think we're not rating Bob Dylan here, okay? These guys are not uh, phenomenal poets or something. This record has one goal, and it's it's to uh, you know to, to attract the listeners with its pop sound, which in itself is original because it's different from anything else it's like they refine the formula that you could already hear on the previous record but whereas i find the previous record to be a bit boring this one is so in your face it's very aggressive it's very uplifting and that's what i like about this record i don't see it as a profound piece of music per se but it doesn't have to be you know not everything has to be profound for what it is for what it is it's a phenomenal record i think as a pop mainstream record it works great
0: this this episode kind of reminds me of the tina turner episode with we where we talked about how um tina's best albums are you know good and uh, professional and top-notch and very very poppy very legendary but the mainstream factor is just something that you know prevents you uh, from giving it from, from giving the records a high rating. So that's the thing that's, that's how how I would put it here.
1: Mm, well, uh, while I think it's a really good record, I don't think it's a, a masterpiece or anything even remotely like that, but, uh, definitely a competent and uh, very very uh, appealing record very radio friendly but in a good way these are the songs that you want to hear on the radio and i don't know while you're driving or something but That's most importantly exactly, yeah. most importantly i i really love the vocals michael hutchins was such a major rock star presence with, within this band if you were to take away the vocals from this even this whole formula wouldn't save it, I think. So I think like it's like a perfect storm, everything coming together to form this unique sound that made this band popular, that made this band still talked about after all these years. So that's why I think this record is probably the best out of the ones that we listened to and talked about today.
0: Oh, I can't wait for the rating. So let's ju- let's jump straight to them. What is your rating, Vlada?
1: My rating is eight. So this means a very oh. good record, very enjoyable. If you want to listen to something, let's say uh, with with the with the right edge and attitude, but more uh, listener friendly, more accessible you may want to check out this record so dear
0: listeners i would really like to know whether this is something that uh, floats your boat and i'm especially uh asking post-punk and new and new wave fans so guys if you, if we have some we have new have wave but uh, look listeners...
1: I, look 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 i have to protest here sorry for cutting you off <laughs> why no, not a very nice thing to do but now at this point, this band is not post-punk anymore. At this point, they're a, a rock-pop band. You know, they they have transformed their sound, right? They they went in a different direction. So maybe the early records are post-punk and new wave. This is not new wave anymore, in my opinion. This is uh, much edgier, much hard, uh, much more hard rock-driven music, crunchier, has. Uh, I don't know. It's like a funky version of ACDC in a way if that makes any
0: sense (laughs) That's a nice description. Yeah Uh, Can we draw a comparison here between uh, NXS and New Order in the sense of starting off with the typical post-punk sound and then evolving into this electronic pop band Can you draw that comparison here?
1: Mm, Not quite because it Still feel like uh, in excess is more guitar-driven than keyboard-driven. Actually, especially this stuff uh, compared to their early stuff uh, has less prominent keyboards. Like they're there, they color the atmosphere and everything. They're
0: in the but, background.
1: Yeah, yeah, but the guitar is at the focus, which is what I really like. You know, this is again something that uh, deviates from the typical '80s formula. Like. They want those guitars to be at the forefront here. So uh it's different from New Order for sure. I, I wouldn't draw that parallel, even though I see where you're coming from in terms of changing your sound. But I would also say that New Order is, in my opinion, a much better band, like artistically speaking.
0: Yes, we will definitely agree on that. So um yeah, we st- we started w- with the ratings and then kind of expanded the story. Um, my rating is six point five, and uh, maybe if I give it another shot, maybe uh, then I will change my opinion. Uh, as I see that Vlada is pretty defensive and frustrated because of my because of my statements, but that that that's all that's all a bit of banter, so to say. Vlada your standout tracks here, or standout track, standout track. whatever you prefer.
1: Uh, as I mentioned, uh, of course everybody knows Need You Tonight, but I, I really enjoyed several other tracks. Uh, maybe I would single out Devil Inside, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, Wildlife with its bluesy groove, that was kind of cool. Um, but uh, blues performed in a very different way so i i like the fact that this band took chances i I know some people might see this as selling out but i see it as uh defining your own sound creating something that's singularly your own that nobody else has ever created so i i like that this band deserves more credit than people give it to
0: okay my favorite tracks my favorite track, actually, here, hmm. is uh, "Mystify." "Mystify" and "Kick" are a very nice tracks, so uh, I'll go with "Mystify" instead. All right. So now we're approaching the end of this episode. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> um, dear, dear listeners, dear fans, dear patrons, thank you very much for listening to this to this show. Um, Vlada, would you like to give a quick shout out to, to our dear patrons for suggesting so many great bands and, you know, giving us the invaluable support?
1: Yes, of course. Um, we're very lucky to have such great and faithful patrons. A huge shout out to all of you. Um, Asha, David, Kelly, Andriana, Janko, Stephanie and St- uh, Stefan. All of you guys uh, have been a great support, not just in terms of providing financial support, but also in terms of giving us your feedback. I also invite all the listeners to check out our Facebook page, Sunrise Podcast. We are easy to find our Instagram page. Um, also, we are on Twitter. Um, we are on Patreon. So please check us out. Uh, let us know what you think about our output, uh, any commentary is welcome. So we're, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Um, and of course, if, if you decide to become a patron, you can check our tiers. And uh, we have many, many benefits for our special patrons. Uh, for example, you might be able to vote. For the band to be featured in the show or even propose the artist so check that out if you're interested in what we have to say about your favorite artist
0: and dear fans take a look and uh, follow closely our social media accounts because we have something special coming and that's an interview I'm not going to re- re- reveal the details yet, but stay tuned. We're about to add something new to this show, which is uh, musician interviews. So stay tuned, follow us, and we'll see you then very soon.